Hey guys, it's Leah Buckles. I am the CEO of Prestige Worldwide Medical Consulting, a former CMP examiner, U.S. Army veteran, physician assistant. I wanted to come on today and discuss IBS or irritable bowel syndrome as it um, you know, relates to VA disability. So there are many veterans that are either service connected for um, IBS or they are seeking service connection for irritable bowel syndrome. And there are a lot of different ways that can be service connected and wanted to touch on some of those things and then some of the frequently asked questions I get related to this condition. So um, what is IBS or irritable bowel syndrome? So generally speaking, irritable bowel syndrome is a constellation of symptoms that a veteran can have. Um, generally, it's gonna last over six months. It's going to have lasted over six months and it's gonna be diagnosed by your um, treating medical provider, whether that's a PA, a doctor, a nurse practitioner, um, you know, it could be your family practice doctor or a gastroenterologist. It is well within the scope of practice of a family practice person to diagnose this condition. Um, in fact, I have seen it be diagnosed at CMP exams. So there's some kind of rumors out there that you have to see a GI doctor. That's not, that's not necessarily true. While it is a specialty of those doctors, um, it is well within the scope of a family practitioner to diagnose this. Um, it's a pretty simple diagnosis of exclusion. Um, you don't necessarily have to go, and this is another rumor mill, um, a lot of people say that you have to have a colonoscopy um, or an upper GI series to receive this diagnosis, and that's just not true. So a lot of times that does happen because there are either red flags or your whoever is taking care of you decides that that's the best workup to happen. Um, but it's not, you know, absent red flags, it's not necessary to put people through those types of tests if, you know, your symptoms meet um, specific criteria. So the criteria that, um, the diagnostic criteria for IBS is called the Rome criteria. Um, you can look that up. You can talk to your doctor about it. Um, and generally, I won't go into it a lot, but I have it pulled up here um, on my computer. Um, so generally... It's going to have been going on for at least six months. You're gonna have bloating, gas, constipation, or diarrhea, or both. Um, uh, you're gonna probably not have a whole bunch of other things going on, like blood in your stool, um, or other you know masses in your abdomen, things like that. Those are the kinds of things that have to get worked up. But there, there is a specific um, diagnosis criteria. Now, not every doctor is gonna do things the same way. So some may want you to have a full panel of labs. Some may want you to just, um, you know, keep a diary that they review and then come to that conclusion, right? Some may say they're not comfortable even diagnosing it or discussing it and send you to GI. So every situation is different based on the individual um, veteran or, or patient's um, presentation, right? And that doctor's comfortability. Um, that being said, um, many veterans are connected for this. And so one of the things I see most frequently is that people will get connected related to Gulf War exposure. So it's one of those conditions that are considered to be a functional gastrointestinal disorder um, that can be related to Gulf War in um, specific regions, right? Um, so that doesn't mean it just has to be IBS. I've seen many veterans with um, well-documented chronic diarrhea or chronic constipation also fit into that category. Um, 
So again, it doesn't necessarily have to be IBS. I've seen all of those. Um, there's other diagnoses too, like dyspepsia and some other functional gastrointestinal disorders that I see related to that often. Um, one thing that I think people struggle with a lot, and I'll talk about this on another video, is GERD because GERD is more of a structural disability. Um, and there, you know, there's some back and forth. I've seen some veterans get connected for GERD related to Gulf War exposures, but I've seen many, many decision rating decision letters that shows, um, you know, the examiner or the rater, whoever say, you know, this is a structural disorder and doesn't really meet the criteria of, of unexplainable functional GI illnesses. Okay. But that's for another day. So when it comes to IBS and chronic constipation um, or chronic diarrhea, um, that is something that we do see quite often. Generally speaking, you know, the history aligns with the symptoms starting during the deployment or shortly thereafter. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean they had to be diagnosed at that time, but if that's when the symptoms started and they can attest to those symptoms and perhaps you have um, personal statements or buddy statements that align with that as well. Um, but if your personal statement aligns with the symptoms starting on or around that time, that is helpful. Um, you know, so when it comes to the rating criteria, I see that get rated, um, that can be rated anywhere from, I think, you know, up to 30%. Um, now it's important to know that if you have some other GI disorders, sometimes the symptoms will overlap and what the VA calls pyramiding um, can happen. So th those symptoms, if they are kind of, there's some overlapping and it's hard to determine what they are, um, you will see a combination of ratings. Now, I'm not an accredited agent or a VSO or an attorney, so I don't really like to get into that kind of stuff. So I would, I always tell veterans that are like, you know, maybe they're 60% for GERD, right? Um, and they're wanting to look at IBS, I, you know, really the ratings are not something that has anything to do with my process, but sometimes it surprises veterans to know that those things generally get combined um, due to overlap of symptoms. And I always tell them to follow up with whoever's assisting them um, in the filing process, like their VSO or whoever, to kind of go over some of those things for clarification, right? So we talked about IBS and um, chronic constipation related to Gulf War exposure. So another one that I see quite frequently is um, IBS related to mental health conditions, right? So, um, you know, the literature is pretty clear that it talks about, you know, um, IBS being exacerbated by um, PTSD, depression. Um, there's several studies that I cite um, about um you know, that overlap and how stress can, um, social phobias, PTSD, depression can increase, um, you know, symptomatology, right? Um, so what happens if you have a service connection for PTSD and you went to the Gulf War? So in those cases, I think it's always best to include all pertinent information, right? So I do, I don't ever choose one thing or over, over another when I write an opinion because a good medical opinion should include all facts, bad and, you know, negative and positive. And it shouldn't be like, well, should I pick this one or this one? No, you should put all of those theories of connection into, into the opinion to better support it, if that makes sense. Um, so I hope this was helpful um, to talk today about IBS and um, the relationship to VA disability. Um, I guess if you guys have any questions, drop them in the comments. I will be doing another video later down the road about what happens in a CMP exam for IBS. 
Um, and I hope this was helpful and let me know if there's anything else you guys want to hear about. All right. Thanks for watching.